Hello, everybody. I hope everybody is doing well. It's Lenora from It's a New Dawn. I am an RN Holistic Health Coach, and I am bringing you a podcast every Friday, something about something. You know, I'm not going to keep it in a box. So I'm exploring a little bit. I'm definitely going to do some uh, podcasts about health and wellness, integrative, holistic, um, complementary, because that's what I'm all about. But today I am sitting with Elliot (laughs) Vong Bang. Bang. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bang. Oh my God. Elliot Bang. And I met him through Facebook. I put a little quote unquote little ad. Whoever wants to be in my podcast, he reached out. And a little bit about him. Elliot is a certified high performance coach. He guides people to self-discover new habits and tools so that they can enjoy a life that they can create and design. He utilizes his positive energy and sense of humor to create a relaxed and nurturing environment for growth. He helps his clients to overcome their limiting beliefs, create incredible changes, and to stretch their thinking to have ambitious dreams. He leads one-on-one private coaching sessions and facilitates group coaching calls as well. And I did have a preliminary call with with Elliot, and I can tell you he is a joy. We ended up talking for quite a bit, um, and I enjoyed that. But I'm going to turn the camera over to you, Elliot. Take it away. And Nora, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come onto your platform and share about what I get to do, who I am. I just uh, want to say I honor you for that. And, and I'm, it's a pleasure for me to be on your podcast with you on your show. So thank you for that. My pleasure. Um, my pleasure. So a bit about me first. I am a husband to my wife and a father to my two kids. Right. And I just love starting um, my interviews with that because that's what I value and that's what's important to me. And in the past, that always didn't, I mean, that didn't come up first. I mean, it came up third or fifth in the conversation towards, towards the end of the conversation. But now I'm like, no, that's what's important to me. That's what I value. Um, and I wanted that to be known, right? So, um, and I enjoy talking about that piece. And then also you mentioned high performance coach. People are like, what is a high performance coach? What does one a high performance coach do? And I that's, and I, that's why we're here. Why <laughs> yeah, we're here. and I love to talk about this topic, and I love to answer that question, right? Because what usually comes off, or what comes to mind for people is one athletes or like two performance cars, right? And I said yes, that's one area of high performance, sure. But a CEO, a teacher, a stay-at-home parent they can be a high performer as well, right? Amen. Yes, yes. And I love to preach that as well. And what high performance is, is just um, reaching those high levels of performance and maintaining that for the long-term, right? Finding something that is sustainable. We've heard of people who are working 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks and they're crushing in their career. Sure, yes, they're getting a lot done, but they're lacking in their health and wellness and they're lacking in relationships because they just don't have the time, right? They're not making it a priority for that area of their life to be important. So is that someone who is working 60, 70, 80 hour works, work weeks, is that maintainable? Is that sustainable for the long term? You know, if you want to have those healthy relationships, if you want to have 
um, take care of your health and wellness, right? So I love talking about uh, high performance and saying that, yes, everybody can be a high performer. And you talk about that. I also, as a nutritional counselor, that is one of the things I talk about. You have to find the way of eating that you are going to sustain for the rest of your life. So for instance, no names named, but somebody fasted for a couple of days for Lent, for the beginning of Lent or whatever. And um, I'm like, fine, you'll be fine for a couple of days, you know? And then he gets on the scale. Oh, I lost this amount of weight. I think I'm going to start doing that. Like not eat, like not eat. I'm all for fasting, believe me. And that's a, that's a different show, but he wasn't, he wasn't doing fasting. It was just something he was doing for Lent. But I said, okay, let me ask you, is this something you could do for the rest of your life? Mm, Probably not. So you want to have something that you're going to be, okay, you know what? I could, I could eat like this. This is cool. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking a pill. I'm not doing a detox. I'm not eating some crazy diet. You know, uh, I feel the same way about teaching people the foundation of nutrition, something you have to think about that you'll do for the rest of your life. Can you work this many hours for the rest of your life? No, not without burning out. Yes getting some illness. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And I I love to talk about it because like my son who is 12, he's, you know, getting, he plays sports and stuff. And he's like, Oh my gosh, dad, I'm just not going to eat for the rest of the day. I'm like, why? So that I can maintain this flat stomach that I have (laughs) for one day. Okay. But is this something, are you going to do this tomorrow? The following day, next week, is this something you think that you can maintain? And luckily for him, he went to this like nutritional class and they talk about nutrition and eating what eating stuff that's right for you. Right. That, that fits you um, as a teenager. And he's like, oh, he's looking at it from such a different perspective. I just like, OK, that's, yeah. that's amazing. That's yeah. good for 12 years great that old. You can see great. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I also just love talking about high performance to people in general, because they do think that what does how does one get there like how 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 can me as a teacher or a stay-at-home parent compare myself to that c-suite executive right well it's like tell me tell me what you do <laughs> elliot what, what, we, what high performance so what i do as, as a coach i'll work with them first thing we do is just give an overall assessment of where they currently are at and being okay with that and saying hey where you're at be, be okay with that. Be comfortable with that. But that isn't where you want to go or wh- where you want to stay. But let's look at where you want to go and where you want to be and look at that and, and hold that goal or that dream for you, right? And then the choices you make today, are they aligned with that future self, that goal you want to get to? Is it aligned with that? If it is, go ahead, take action, take that step, right? And don't worry too much about what am I going to do in a week? What am I going to do next month? What am I going to do in a year? Sure, you could think about those things and keep those in mind. But what is it that you can control, right? You can control what you're doing today. So let's just it's take the same that next thing. We're, we're on the same page here, very parallel with yeah. what I 
do with my clients is you have to take small little increment goals. Don't make them so far fetched that it's that it's something, you know, it seems so overwhelming. And I'm talking from three teaspoons of sugar in your coffee to two. Take it one step at a time. That could be as small as that, an increment as small as that. Yeah. So it so it lasts forever. You know what I'm saying? Then then in a couple weeks, right? When you're in a couple weeks, then you do it down to one teaspoon. You know, it's it it's the same with what you're you're teaching here, which is great. There are those are attainable goals. If you pick attainable goals, you're gonna stick to them. Yeah, because because early on they might have energy and they might be uh, super excited about it and they might be crushing it. But there's going to come a point where that energy is going to die down a little bit, that enthusiasm is going to come down a little bit. Right. Let's just take for instance, this this is the time of the year where like New Year's resolutions kind of die out. Right. Because people are super excited at the beginning of the year. People are like, oh, my, I'm, I'm doing so great. But then now they kind of hit this uh, point where they step on a scale and it hasn't changed much. And now well, that's like, why I don't make New Year's resolutions. Yeah. That's why I said, don't make New Year's resolutions. Exactly. Start, start today. Yes. And I agree with you in that. Right. I agree. Because these New Year's resolutions, it's the same resolutions, just a different year. Right. They're just, mm. People are just attaching a different year to it. It's the same right. resolution right. they've had 2008, 2009, 2010 to 2021. Mm. Right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me more. How do you work with them? What are the steps? Okay. So, like I said, right, we'll do an overall assessment and see where they're at and then see where they want to go and where they want to be. Right. And I'll hold that, that goal or that dream for them. Um, and then I'll challenge them and push them and stretch their thinking, right? And see if one, are they being intentional with who they wanna be and their day, right? And not just things, not leaning, letting things happen by chance or randomness, or just kind of going with the flow type of thing. Cause that's where I once was, I was there. So I could speak volumes about that, right? And I could, I could share about my experiences saying, I went with the flow. I um, let things happen by chance. And, but that didn't serve me well. Cause there were some days, yes, they were good, but there were days were really bad. And mm-hmm. it was hard to climb out of those days. It was hard to find ways to get away from those days. Right. So be intentional with who you are, your day, um, making sure that you're showing up, continue to show up, right. Regardless of where you're at. Number two is then an intentional piece again with your calendar. Okay, making sure that you are time blocking your calendar for the things that are important. And this doesn't start the day up, right? If you are looking at it from a week perspective, it starts beginning of the week. If you're looking from a day perspective, it starts the night before, right? For me, for my schedule, I have to make sure I'm looking at my schedule the night before or else I'm gonna go to sleep and have insomnia about oh my gosh, what is happening tomorrow? I forgot to look at my schedule. I forgot what meetings I have. I forgot what things I'm going to And I'm not able to sleep, right? And that was hard for me to figure out. And once I figured out, I was like, oh, I'm sleeping way better now because I'm able to mm-hmm. see, look at my calendar and saying, okay, I have a meeting with Lenora today. What time? Okay, I got that. Okay, so now I go go to bed with ease saying, my day tomorrow, I had it planned already in my head. And in the morning, I'll wake up and look at it again, just to make sure that things were aligned and things are in place that from 
what I saw from the night before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's two, right? So being intentional with your with who you are, who you want to be, um, being intentional with your schedule now and time blocking that out. Mm-hmm. And then three, I want to say, make sure you are taking time for yourself, okay? People, it is super important. Yes, you want to help others. You want to serve others. All of that is great. So you got to fill your cup before you- Yes, if you can't take care of yourself, you you can't can't give anything to others. Now, now, if you say this one line, I'm going to freak out. Oh, okay. (laughs) What's the one line that everybody says that talk about being the self-care bit? What's the uh, I don't one know. Line? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you, you have to put the mask on first in oh. a plane. It's a plane. <laughs> you have to take care of yourself first. You know how many times I've heard that? I've I've recorded like four podcasts and hearing it on Clubhouse and on you know putting that mask on first. And I'm I'm the queen of being selfish to be selfless. I mean, I I tell everybody I'm the most selfish person there is because I just can't give. If I don't give to myself first. Yeah, totally. I just can't. Totally. Just can't. And for those who are like, oh my gosh, but I, I can't do that. I'll feel guilty. I was like, no, because who can you serve if you don't take care of yourself? You might be able to serve the one person next to you and that and that following person. And that's about it. Because you're not taking care of yourself. Right. I used to be there. I used to be a people pleaser. I used to serve all these other people and care about what people's needs were. And here I was by the end of the day, exhausted tired didn't have the the time and energy and focus to do things that i needed to do that were important to me and that you have to learn to say no you gotta learn to say no and don't say well maybe or maybe i'll check i'll check my calendar and believe me i've always paid attention to me that's just the way i my father was very much like that my father was very selfish (laughs) to to be, and that's another story, but my dad was a <laughs> champion of the world. He was a golden glove champion. He was all over traveling, doing his handball. And he always went to the gym and he always took care of himself. And I have to say, I've always found time to work out. Even when my five kids, I had five kids within eight years and, um, I breastfed them all. And I would plan around breastfeeding. I would, for instance, feed the baby at 4.30 in the morning and then go to my girlfriend's. And I knew my husband was leaving by eight in the morning. So I breastfed the baby. I would go work out, come back and he'd leave and I'd do my day. But I always, always made time for myself because, but there was a time where it was, I had a hard time saying no about school activities and being class mom and doing all that. Uh, but it's so important to really think hard about what you want to do because you'll be like resentful. And mm-hmm. I was resentful. I, I really didn't want to do that stuff. I just felt like I had to because I'm a mom. I'm, I was an okay mom. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself more credit, Lenora. <laughs> I, Elliot, I have a shirt that says the world's okayest mom. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I was good. My kids would be like, Ma, you were good, Mom. You're good, you know, but but it's it's always been so important for me to take care of myself. And and ladies, people, men, whoever, 
find that time and only say yes when you really want to do something. It makes a big difference in the way mm -hmm. you think and yeah. how you feel. And don't have that guilt, right? It's okay as long as you express it to the other person, right? Lenore, if you come and ask me, hey, Ellie, do you have time to help me with this project? I'm like, Lenore, I can't do it right now because I'm concentrating my time and energy and focus on this. In a week, I'll have time. If you could wait right. till a week, sure, I'll help you then. But right now, right. I can't because I'm, I'm my time and energy and focus is on this project. Right. right? There's a way to respond. Yes. I, you know, I don't, I didn't say, no, I don't want to do that because I really don't want to be class mom. I'm not that, I'm not fit for that, for that role. I just kind of was like, I'm, you know, I'm really busy or, and I was, I had five kids, you know, and they were little and um, there is a way to express it for sure. Yeah. In a, in a, in a very nice, nice way. You don't have to and communicate that, right? Communi make sure yeah, you're communicating that across, right? And don't mm -hmm. just say no and leave it at there. Cause now it's like, why did she say no? Right. If Lenora mm -hmm. is saying no to me, give me a reason. Okay. People aren't going to get mad. I, I would rather you say no to me. And then now I could go find somebody else. Right. But if you say yes to me and then it ends up being a crappy job or not turn out the way I want it to, then I'd be like, Lenora, what is this? Like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Right. But now if you're saying no, I say, okay, Lenora said no to me. I'll just go to the next person. Right. I'll mm -hmm. go find somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you um, learn to say no, be selfish. Yes, yes. And then what's the next? Are these pillars? Are they are they steps? What are they? Yeah. So and and one other thing that I like to work on, it, it's a quick framework that I work with people. Like, but Ellie, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I want to do. Right. So I, I still don't do know though, Elliot. <laughs> and I'm fifty-six. Yeah. What the heck? And that's all. So even before I answer that, it's like. And if that's okay, right? We're all taught that in our 20s, we should be doing this. Our 30s, we should be doing this. Our 40s, we're doing this. No, that's not, we're not living in that time anymore where we, in our 20s, we go to, we finish school, we start a job and we work at that job for the next 25, 30 years and then retire. That, that doesn't happen anymore, right? So regardless of where you're at, you're not too young or you're not too old to still try to go and find your purpose, what you want to do, what you really feel like you're called to do. Go do it, right? Because mm -hmm. I want, because because once people find that there's going to be more joy, more happiness, more collaboration, and it's just going to be, this world would be better off that way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. More happy people doing what they love to do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So then going back to that framework, it's a quick framework I walk people through. It's, it doesn't, it's not a long process. Number one is what do you get emotional about, right? What is it that eats at you when you see it happen? What tears away at your heart when it's happening, right? Number two, what is it you get excited about, right? You would do it regardless if you get paid or not. It just like, you could just get this that, that feeling inside, just like, oh my gosh, I just love doing this. And then number three, what is it that you're exceptional at, right? What is it that you are good at? Because if we're just passionate about it, that's just one piece. But if we're passionate about it and exceptional at it, now we're able to move that needle, right? I could say, I'm only five foot six. But if I say, oh my gosh, I'm so passionate about playing basketball. 
sorry, Elliot, five foot six, you're not going to make it in basketball. Okay. Right? <laughs> how, about, how about if you're just, how about if you're passionate and you're just like kind of mediocre at it? And that, that works chance? too. Yeah, of course. You still have that. Right. But I'm saying, for I'm, me, very, like, I'm very passionate on doing these, um, these podcasts, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm mediocre. I'm trying to figure out how to do them more, more professionally. But Lorna, how are you, how are you going to get better at it? Right. By just doing it, which what right. you're doing right now. Right. Right. If you're just sitting at behind your computer and researching and listening to these different podcasts and not actually taking action, like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to read up on how best way to do a podcast. What are best ways to uh, promote a podcast? Now you're just sitting behind the in that what I like to call like um, acquisition mode where you're just acquiring all of this information and then not taking action that's not going to serve you well you're already working towards getting better right you're acquiring this knowledge right and you're only going to give because let's just say two years down the road you're going to look back at your first episode and be like that was me I was doing that I can't believe it Right. Because the more you do this, the more you're going to get comfortable, the better you're going to get at. It. Right. So, again, just real quick, that framework. Right. What is it you get emotion about? What is it you get excited about? And then what is it that you're exceptional at? Right. just kind of get people to get their mind moving to say, oh, this is what I like. This is what tears at me when I see it happening. And this is what I feel like I can be good at. I can work in this because all of these skills we can learn. Right. We can learn all of these skills. You wanted to learn how to be a better podcast host. Sure, that's a skill you can learn and acquire. Me, I can't learn and acquire my, my height from five foot six to be six foot. I, I can't do that. I stopped growing. Right. Already, right? So, uh, right. And just, a, just an FYI, I'm only five feet tall. So <laughs> you're speaking to the crier. And my, my husband's five six. And uh, my tallest kid is five six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, short is good. Short is good. And, hey, and just to be clear too, yes. I, I feel I I feel really comfortable when I do a podcast. I love talking. That's not the problem. It's more of the professional aspect of it, like being able to figure out how to um, get both of us on the screen. And if you saw my setup now, you'd laugh because I just but I'm doing it. So I'm really yes. proud of myself for that. Yes. So, and, and now who says they have to be that way? If you say it, sure. But if somebody else is saying, oh, Lenora, the way you're doing it is not professional. No. Who says that? Like, who gives out that expectation? Nobody's really said it to me outright, yeah. but okay. I know. <laughs> They're sinking it, Elliot. They're sinking it. But that's, but that's also the thing. Like People are like, but this person is saying that. I was like, okay, that person is not going to work with you or for you. There's 8 billion people in this world. I'm not called to come and serve on this planet to work with 8 billion people. I don't have that capacity. Is there, eight, is there 8 billion people now? Close to it. Close to it. Uh, I know that. I've never heard anybody say 8 yet. So. I say 8 because it's close to it. You know, we're like 7.8, okay. 7. 8, 7 point, like, yeah, yeah, crazy, so, right? A lot. Yeah. A lot of people. Yes. <laughs> A lot of people. All right. I, I go down and go to your next step. Um, yeah, so 
so this program is it's a, like a, a 12 session program it just you know, we work through um, certain topics and you know develop that uh, I love coaching because I love it to work with the client and have the client figure out all of this stuff right and have the transformation and when they when that light bulb kind of goes off in their head per se right and they oh my gosh really that's all like yes and you did all the work right because wow. here's the coach that's here to help guide them to where they want to go right and not me telling them what they should be doing what they um can be doing it's all about working with the client to see where they are at mm-hmm. and just letting them be comfortable with that and then making them dig a little deeper to find those answers that they're looking for right um those mm-hmm. um, um solutions that they're for their struggles and their challenges so it's a 12-week program 12 weeks they sign up for tw- they sign up for 12 weeks I like to say sessions because, you know, and, and sessions. it is, yeah, because we, it can be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, depending on how it fits them the best. But I do mm-hmm. like weekly because there's momentum there. You can still pick up that momentum and it's not too long of a, a gap or break before meeting again. Um, but again, it's, it's to the client's liking to say, Hey, I just want to meet once a month. You, okay, sure. That works. As and, you, and you do it over zoom or. Yes. Yes. Over, and yeah. are there more male, more female? What's the age bracket that you normally work with? It's actually been more female. So it's surprising to me. I like, I didn't like, that wasn't my goal. That wasn't my intention. It just kind of happened to be that way. And it's been wide ranging. Cause I like to have, I love to work with the younger population as well. Right. Mm-hmm. High school age to um, students who are just starting college because I come from education background mm-hmm. and I see that there's been a gap with what the students are learning in school as compared to the tools that they need to navigate in the real world. Right? When they Amen. Amen. So communication is a big piece. Like students don't know how to um, communicate as well as adults with adults especially this past year, right? Because it's been a whole year of students not being able to be in class with their teachers, having adult-like conversations, talking about stuff that's outside of academics, right? That's a big piece that's missing. And just being able to work with them and just saying, hey, you have to speak up for yourself. You, if you don't, if you want something, you have to ask for it. You're not just going to mm-hmm. get it. The teachers can't read your mind. Um, the other students can't read your mind. If you want something, you have to ask for it, but in a nice way. If a teacher gives you, say, like a grade or, or, or a back on your paper and you felt like you did an awesome job, that you wanted an A, but you got a B instead, ask your teacher why. Like, hey, teacher, do you have Mr. Mm-hmm. or Mrs., do you have five minutes, 10 minutes? I just want to talk about my paper. Say, what is it that you saw that I got a B? Right. And just acquiring that and just asking that question and say, oh, you're missing this piece, that piece, this piece. Then now, you know, instead of, oh, that teacher has it out for me. Instead I put in my best effort. A, right. Instead of assuming like, yeah. you know, the one I, I talked about, about the four agreements, the book. No, no. Four, 
when we were talking, I think it should be in every school. I did a whole segment on my YouTube channel and podcast. It's just about not taking anything personal. I can't go into it, but it's, uh, you gotta listen to my YouTube channel, but it will help people think in a different way, Mm -hmm. which it did for me. I mean, it's been out since 97. It's a game changer, a life changer book, very thin book, beautiful book. uh, But not taking anything personally and not making assumptions are huge two two things that this uh the author says in it and um we tend to just assume things all the time we don't know why that teacher gave that that kid a b and it's to ask my motto is is what's the best that could happen you know you'll you'll be clear in your head and exactly what you said then you know why and then you're not at home going well she just doesn't like me and whatever right 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 so now i love that i also think in school that yoga should be taught uh mindfulness um nutrition real health and wellness nutrition that Mm -hmm. should be that should be taught there's so many things you know that i would change in a school system just having all five kids through, you know, and having kids with epilepsy and yeah. one, my daughter, you know, uh, she had uh, diagnosed with ADHD. Now, mind you, I'm a nurse and I'm not putting down medication if you need medication, but mm-hmm. there are, we have to get to the cause of things, uh, not the symptoms, but she, the teachers wanted her to be put on medication mm-hmm. because she was difficult, I guess, but not believe me. Uh, but not once did the doctors ever ask, what is your daughter eating? At the time she was eating, I was, it was out of my control. And now you have children, the more you push, the worse it gets where I pray to God, leave it up to the universe. And, and today she's, she's great. But, uh, not once was that asked about what, what is she eating? You know, what is she putting in her mouth? How is she sleeping? It was medication, you know, medication for ADHD, medication for depression, medication, you know, Um, we need to be taught different in school. And I believe in the foundation of the reason I say this is nutrition. So nutrition is so closely related to your mental health. We don't give it enough credit. So (laughs) we can get that nutrition down. I mean, whole foods that if you can pick it, grow it, kill it, and you're not getting it from a package or a can, you're, you're pretty good. So, but we don't get, we don't have that. You know, we don't have that. Um, I went off on a little tangent, but is there any, is there anything else you want to share with our audience before you leave us with some last beautiful words of wisdom? Yeah, I just wanted to share like how I became a coach, right? And and sure. um, what my process was for me, right? I um, was going through life and, and felt like I was sleepwalking my way through life and not having a purpose and just letting things go with the flow type of thing. Because I was raised with the like the motto of fake it till you make it. And I was living with that, right? And that wasn't serving me the best. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I dug myself holes. I just don't know how to keep my, to keep them straight anymore. Cause I wasn't being true to myself. I wasn't being authentic. So then 
you know, I, my marriage was on the rocks. It, it wasn't going well because I was trying to figure out who I was and who I knew there was more for me. I wanted more, but I just didn't know what that was. And it wasn't until I was at a live event surrounded by this energy crowd, people, and the room was rocking, right? It was a four-day event, day one, day two. It was awesome, like, great for me. And then day three, I was at the hotel room crying, fetal position, they want to get out of bed. Because I knew that if I got out of bed, went to the live event, was going to commit myself to this coaching. And I didn't want, I was afraid of that because I didn't, I've never invested in myself. I've never mm-hmm. done something for myself. And I knew if I went there, I would have to commit and I would have to um, to this next level, which I was searching for, but I was afraid to take the next step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And luckily for me, I am a music person, not, not playing music, right? But listening to music, I started listening to tunes, put on my headphones and found some strength to get dressed, go down to the live event, was immersed myself into that environment again. And it was mind-blowing because I was like oh my gosh I'm so glad I did this I'm so glad I immersed myself back in because the energy was awesome being around that crowd was great and in one particular small group share after sharing one lady I didn't know her she pulled me aside and said Elliot you are the most inspirational person in this room and here I was thinking me in front of these coaches speakers authors all of these different people and you're telling me that I'm the most inspirational person. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to find out like, why? Like, why does she think this? And I was like, why, why do you say that? Like, how did I come across? And she's like, one, you were just being authentic and you were open and you just shared and you didn't hold anything back. And I was like, okay, thank you for that. Right. So I, was, I, I think I, I said, thank you for that. And I was like, okay, this was my moment. This is that it that was telling me that I need to make this step. I need to mm-hmm. get this coaching, get this program and move forward with it. Funny thing was I told myself at this live event, I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not going to purchase anything. I know they're going to try to sell me on something. And I left my credit cards at home. And I was like, I'm not buying anything. Right. So then I went to the team and said, Hey, this is my story. And I was afraid. I was like, Oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me? Right. But then I was like, no, just take the courage. Step. Just be yours. And, and, brought me back to the time where that lady said hey just be authentic and be open and share yourself mm-hmm. right which mm-hmm. I did and I said hey this is my situation I said I wasn't going to buy anything so I left my credit cards at home but I do want to buy this I do want to move forward with this so can we work something out so that when I get back I can be in touch with you and move forward with this they're like okay first fine works out great here's our contact info this is the person you want to get a hold of when you get back home get your card take care of it then I was like that's all it took for me to just share myself openly and be yeah. authentic and be real mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh and it's I want to say it's the best investment I've made in myself wow. it's the the best thing that's happened to me and now my my relationship with my wife is totally different my relationship with my kids is totally different because I'm more present in their life right I made the changes to say hey 
I'm not going to try to multitask and type away in my computer and try to have a conversation with my son or have a conversation with my wife or have a conversation with my daughter because that wasn't serving me. I would sit on my computer, type away my computer. My son would come and talk to me and I'm nodding away and typing away as well. How many of us do that? I'm sorry? How many of us do that? Every single one. And that's saying if you do, you're not a bad person, right? You're not saying no. We're no, not. Yeah, we're not. But but it's sad, and it's it is. It's the, it's the truth. It is, and I wanted to share that because here I was typing away. My son's like, "Dad, I have soccer practice in an hour." Okay, okay. In an hour, it's like, "Dad, we had to go. Go where? Where are we going?" I have practice, Dad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Like when? When did? Why didn't you tell me you had practice? When? Like you didn't tell me this." Um, and in reverse, the rose. Right here, my son is playing away with his video games. I come, hey, son, uh, do the dishes. I'm going to run to the store for an hour, and I'll be back. Right? He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I go to the store, come back. He hasn't moved. Dishes are still in there. I'm like, okay, I can't get mad at him because I didn't role model that for him. Right? Mm-hmm. He was just learning from me. He was just seeing me do it, and I can't yell at him. So then now it's like I'll go to him have a conversation, he'll stop what he's doing. And not all the time, right? He was, there's going to be moments where he, I'll have to remind him, hey, can you give me your attention? Can you kind of turn your body towards me, right? And then now I can have a conversation with him, right? And that's so important because now we're giving, letting another person we know, we're talking to them that they're being heard and they're being seen, right? Those are big, those are such big game changers. In, I, in feel, I feel heard and seen. Right. I feel heard. Yes. And yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And all this, just give them your attention. Right. And if you're busy with your final thought on doing something, give me five minutes, let me finish this and I'll give you my intention kind of thing. Right. That, that's why I'm glad when my kids were being brought up that there wasn't any of this. <laughs> there wasn't. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. Kidding you because, um, I'm, I'm be the first to admit I'm addicted to, you know, there's TikTok and clubhouse and, and, you know, everything else. Right. And I was an avid reader and I'm not reading because I'm, you know, I am working on my business and I am mm-hmm. doing collaborations and things like that. But, um, I, I am grateful that this was not around when my kids were growing up. Because it would be just like you said, that that's going around all over the world. What you yes. that scenario sadly is more common than not. Yes. And, and probably up, worse. Probably and you bring worse. up a you bring up a great point about social media, right? It's like, ah, we could get so addicted to scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse now. It's like, where do we stop? You don't until you do. But I'm like, okay, it, it's hard to say, Lenora, can you just stop doing it? Because you know that you shouldn't be on there. You shouldn't be doing it. I that, know that. Right? Yeah. I know that. And we all know I that. Mean, it sucks. It's like, it's like, it's, you know, oh, it's like I said, you're, you talking makes me realize really how lucky I am not to have that around when my kids were little. Because at least they had me, even though I still was world's okayest mom, even though we didn't have internet. Yeah. Things. But but it would be way worse. It would be way worse. I admit that. And and it's sad. It just that whole scenario makes me sad. 
that you're talking about because it's it's so common and and like i said i think it's even worse than that mm-hmm. i think it's like i think people are even more addicted than you're even saying <laughs> and if they are addicted to to whatever social media platform I, i'm like okay so here's what we're gonna do you can go on clubhouse Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, set an alarm on your phone. As soon as that alarm goes off, that's that trigger in your mind to say, hey, I need to get off and get off, mm-hmm. right? Set that yeah. alarm. Developing right? new habit. It's yeah, because you're going to, you think, I'm going to stay out for 15 minutes, right? You're scrolling, scrolling. By the time you realize you're an hour later. Four hours, hours later. later. Yes. Four hours right? later. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So be mindful of that. Be intentional with it. Set that alarm. Right. Even I still do it. I set the alarm. I say, I can only go on, unless you're doing it for business purposes. Sure. Right. Go ahead and do, do it for business purposes. But don't well, right tell now, yourself that's you're doing what for I'm business. doing on Clubhouse. Like I was uh, started TikTok for that. Um, I have 11.4 thousand followers on TikTok, which isn't huge in TikTok land, but um, it's not serving me in as far as business goes. So I'm kind of weaving my way out of that. And uh, although I've met so many cool people on TikTok, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been doing this podcast again if it wasn't for TikTok. So, okay. yeah. Um, so then I found out about Clubhouse, got invited to that last week. And I think it'll be really good for what I want to do as far as my business collaborations and all that. Mm-hmm. So I have been spending more time on Clubhouse for that reason. But for sure, I spend way too much time on social media. Yes. For sure. And you're not the only one. We all do it, right? And again, it goes back to what I said earlier. Is it aligned with where you want to be in the future? Is it aligned with where you want to go? If you're using it for, like you said, business purposes, and yes, it's aligned because you're going to connect with people, then sure, take that action. But if you're just honored for the sake of being honored to scroll, give yourself, set those boundaries and give yourself time a time limit saying 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. I could do that. I could do that with TikTok for sure. Now Yeah, I could give a do exactly what you said. Uh, I could do like uh, the 15 minute rule because that more is more scrolling. That's like, you know, I do a couple of videos because people are used to me doing them. You know, Mm -hmm. where have you been? I've been been doing lives and stuff like that. I, you know, and I appreciate my followers, but, I just, it's entertainment now. It's not for business at all. Because mm-hmm. when I put something as, that's connected to what I want to do, it's like crickets. There's like mm-hmm. nothing on TikTok. So they're not Got used it. to that. But so I am absorbing myself and trying to make Clubhouse work for me. So I am weeding my way out of TikTok. I could definitely set an alarm. Okay, 15 minutes in TikTok. That's it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. For sure. So, um, do you have any last parting words? Or you still want to go? You could still. You can still you're, the, you're the host. I'm going where you're going to take me, Lenora. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to go no longer than an hour because I think I told you that people just don't have yeah. attention spans that long. Right. Yeah. Um, we have a little bit more time. I mean, you could talk about more about what you do, or you can leave us with some parting words of wisdom like I always ask the people that come on because um that's what I put on our social media little clip so 
yeah, I, I just I just want to reiterate what I what I said earlier as well. I kind of leave this message of make sure that you are being intentional with your time because your time you can't get it back, right? We all have the same amount of time in a day. Lenora has 24 hours. I have 24 hours in a day. You have 24 hours in a day. We don't get that time back, right? So be very intentional with that time and making sure that you are using it to the best, what, what you value the most, right? That might be family. That might be time with yourself. That may be time with your loved one, you know, your friends. What is it that you value the most and schedule in that time with them, right? And don't be afraid to say, I'm scheduling in meal time with my family. No, if it's important to you, put it on your calendar so that it's blocked off, so that you don't have a impromptu meeting that comes up at that time. You don't have something else that comes up just surprisingly at that time. No, I'm blocking off this time because I'm making it a priority to hang out with my family, to have a meal time with my family, right? Super important, making sure that you're being intentional with your time. Love it, Elliot. Thank you so much. And where can people get in touch with you? I will leave your links below. Awesome. Uh, in the show yeah. notes, but you can let them know where you, they can get in touch with you sure. here. If you want? Yeah, just come up to my website, right? Go to my website, elliotvang.com. That's Elliot with two T's and two L's. Okay, elliotvang.com. And there I have some, uh, just a, like some free guides for you to help you be intentional with your day. And it's a daily uh, habits that you can build upon, right? Questions of like, who do I want to be today? How do I want to show today? What things am I looking forward to today, right? Simple things that you can kind of ask yourself on a daily basis to set your intentions for that day. Thank you, Elliot. Hang out for a second. And everybody, you know, you can reach me through my links below. All my links will be in the show notes, my email, my website, podcast links, YouTube links in the website. Also the Roar Bar, please support this company. It's the only packaged good I eat owned by two young, beautiful people. And they are based out of Minnesota. Have you heard of oh, the Roar Bar? No, I haven't. R-A-W-R? No. They're the bomb. And they're, they are vegan. The bars are vegan, but they fit every diet. They have 18 to 22 grams of protein a bar, all organic ingredients. Um, they, uh, my code is capital L E N N Y number five, Lenny five for 5% off. And that link, the affiliate link will be below. Also, I don't believe you have to use the affiliate link to get the discount. You just have to put the Lenny five in there. Um, and yeah, that's it. So thank you everybody for joining. Please subscribe, comment, share, help a gal out. Thank you, Elliot, for joining me. Everybody have a wonderful and blessed evening, day, whatever it is in your neck of the woods. Take care. Thank you, Lenora.